The Pamela Cummins Show will take you on a journey to enhance yourself, relationships with others, your dream interpretation skills, your love life, intuitive abilities, and so much more. Are you ready to begin? Welcome, welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to the Pamela Cummins Show. I am your host, Pamela Cummins, and today we have a treat. We have a special guest, uh, Reverend Tiffany White Sage Woman. Reverend Tiffany White Sage Woman is a multi-dimensional cosmic heart healer, ordained spiritual interdenominational minister, divine channel, psychic medium, and holistic health practitioner. Even though she is a natural born healer, her personal experience, continued exploration, training, certification, and multiple healing modalities reflects that healing is an ongoing process. I want to say that reflects that healing is an ongoing process. She is the owner of Goldilocks Temple of Healing, LLC in, in Connecticut, has, he, has clients located all over the world. Goldilocks Production is a subdivision of Goldilocks Temple of Healing, LLC. Tiffany produces radio and TV shows for those in the spiritual, metaphysical, and holistic professions. And you can reach her at www.whitesagewoman.com. That information will also be on the front of the show. So welcome, Tiffany. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Pamela. I'm really pleased and honored to be here. Oh, as I am having you. Now, today, what I thought we'd talk about is healing, since that is a holistic healing, since that is such a big love for you. I know you do other things, but we're just going to focus on that. All right. And one question I have for you is, what is not disease, dis-ease? Dis-ease. Well, dis-ease is when there is, of course, disharmony, dis-ease going on within our body. But the thing is, is that it actually starts outside our body in our aura field. And this is why it's important that we know ourselves, we, we know what's going on with ourselves and be honest if there's something that's upsetting us, if there's something we're not addressing or taking care of, then it can move from the outside of our aura, our luminous um, energy field, and move into our body. Um, because it will, if it hangs out long enough outside our body and it finds an opening and it can, this is where the disease then pushes in and makes a physical manifestation into our, our bodies. And this is something I saw that happened with my mother. I saw my, my mother allow the disease to come in a long time ago. She had um, cancer three times, but the first time she had cancer, she was in her early thirties. And I was, but I saw the moment that she allowed it to come into her body. And I didn't understand the verbiage. I didn't understand what I was seeing when I was younger until much later. But uh, my mother and, and biological dad went through a uh, heart-wrenching, <laughs> of course, uh, divorce, and she was a single mother. And so I watched her hit rock bottom, and she was crying all the time. And I saw this energy around her, this darkness just follow her. 
and I, I didn't understand. I knew it wasn't an entity. I knew it was a part of her, and I couldn't understand what that was. And so I thought, oh my goodness, um, I need to to ask the angels what this is. And they're telling me she's sad. Notice how big this darkness gets when she's sad, upset, angry. Watch it. And so I would always try to make her laugh because I noticed that if I got her to laugh, then it would kind of shrink down. And so I would always try to be this goofball to try to make her laugh when she was younger. But it just, you know, it can be overwhelming and devastating. And it did move into her body. And I knew that this was something that she had to experience and pretty much that the whole family had the experience. And so um, it's, and then just that whole ordeal. As I got older and I went to doctors with her and, and it was just, I wasn't allowed to go to doctors anymore with her, you know, but it was just, um, what I learned is that we are in command of what we allow to come into our body, of what we allow the thoughts to come into our mind, of, you know, so we have to really pay attention to the thoughts that we tell ourselves. We're allowing this to come in. Um, and it's, it's all really getting to um, do the work to make sure that our energy field is 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 of course protected and and is clean from any disharmony and unbalance we always want to make sure we're in a state of balance that's the key right there is balance um that's what disease is is allowing something that's off balance to throw you off balance mind body and soul and it can start bodies use it the last the last place it will start mind and soul. It'll start. Where do you want it to start? You don't want it to start. Let it start. Then make sure that you are in command in your sacred heart center by being aware of what's going on, being aware of anything that's throwing you off balance. So I know that's a pretty long answer for what is disease. <laughs> Okay, I'm just curious because you mentioned that you went to the doctors with your mom and then you weren't allowed to go to the doctors anymore. Well, it just got, it piqued my curiosity. Why weren't you allowed to go to the doctors anymore? Okay, well, I was, oh my goodness, I believe I was like nine or 10 when, when it first, her first round. And, um, and she was newly married uh, with, I call my bonus dad. Who's just an absolute, uh, I just, uh, he just was a saving grace for, for the whole family, uh, for my mother, for my, my brother and I, because I didn't keep my mouth shut and I've always been able to communicate with the angels and guides and loved ones. And so I would go to the doctors and I got really upset when my mom said, you know, this particular exam or this, this hurts, you know, you hurt me. And the doctor was very rude to her. And I looked at him and I was like, you took an oath. Remember what your oath was? Your oath was not to harm anyone, harm none. What does that mean to you? 
And at that moment, I was told not to ever come back. Yeah. So <laughs> you called him on uh, on his stuff. Okay. Right. You called him on his stuff and he didn't like it, especially coming from a young child. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That that's amazing. <laughs> There's a quote on your website that I love. And it's about healing isn't about fixing anything. All right. So if it's not fixing anything, how do we work with our disease for disease, not disease, disease to have better health? Okay, that, that's a very good question. I would say it's more of we, ha we should need to be aware. And if you want to visualize a spider in a spider web, and those that are scared of spiders, just please work with me here. But there's very, there is beautiful, be the beauty in the messages that spiders try to give us and also what they represent, the web of life. It's the creative, their whole web that they create around them. So I want you to think of that as your energy field as the aura all around you, you're in the center, your body's in the center. If you think of the spider in the middle of that web. And so anything that is on that web that comes in, any part of the web, it could be the top right. If there is something that flies into it, the spider automatically knows where it is and, and goes right to it to address it, to take care of it. This is that awareness we must have with our own bodies and our aura and our energy field. We must be aware that, oh, something came in, incoming, whether it's a little missile attack, and that's how we can feel if we get offended. We feel like we're attacked. We feel like someone's throwing something at us, you know? Uh, whatever analogy you want, that's exactly what it feels, and this is why we must be aware of our thoughts of, Oh, I didn't like what I, you know, that this was done to me. That's that ping on the web. Pay attention to that. Take care of it and address that. Because if you don't, the mind gets hold of it and just starts nick, 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 chewing on it like a bone for a long time and will not stop until it's your mind's commanded to, I just need to stop this. This is insignificant. Because if we give something that is so tiny, too much attention, we grow it. We make it bigger than it originally was, you know, had, had started off as. And only maybe just for us to, hey, I need to take care of this. Why does this statement, why does this action make me, why does it throw me off balance? That's the question. Why does it throw me off balance? Why does it upset me so much? Does it remind me of something? And so, we all have a lot of programming that we realize as adults that we have to deprogram. And it's that whole, well, then who am I if I'm not what I was told? And it's that whole exploration. But part of, of right away of knowing is just being aware of your feelings, being aware of, of everything around you. And even sensitive, sensitivity, you, you know, when, someone comes into the room and you just feel like nails on a chalkboard, you're feeling their energy and it's not being judgmental. You have to observe, you have to pay attention and you have to, okay, I just don't care for this energy. I'm not judging the person. I just don't like this energy and this energy is creating disharmony within my energy. So I'm going to do whatever I can to 
remove this type of energy or balance this energy out for as long as I have to deal with it. If I don't have to deal with it, then I can just remove myself out of that situation. It's just becoming aware and know that life isn't happening to us. We are life. And every action that, that we take, we create another one. <laughs> and so on and so on and so on. So it's just becoming aware and, and, and it's that awareness. And even though I saw my mother go through it, I still have to go through my own stuff too. And so I have a history of where, and it's that same frustration with the doctors until I just said, you know what, just, just stop. I, I'm listening to my body. I have my angelic um, doctors and healers and I talk to them. I talk to my body and I ask them, do I need to go to the doctor and, and help me with that? And that's what really propelled me into the holistic. Uh, there, there's got to be a better way was all my experiences with my mother, uh, with myself. And there has to be a more compassionate, loving answer to healing. And it is, and it starts with us. We don't give our power away. And I'm not saying, I'm not against, please, I'm not against doctors, anything like that. Um, emergency care is very much needed. There's a lot of great things going on there. All right. It's, it's the ongoing. We should not give our power away and depend on someone else just to keep us healthy on a day-to-day -day basis. That's up to us. This thought came to me, so I'm going to go with it. I had, uh, oh, what is that called? Where there's not uh, low platelets, okay? Which means that there wasn't enough blood going into the bones or whatever. So I asked the doctor, okay, what can I do about there? Is there any kind of foods? And she went on her phone and she's like, do you drink uh, seltzer? And I'm like, no, I don't. I once in a while I'll have a sip of soda. It makes me burp. So I don't drink it. And, and she's like, no, well, it's in the bones. There's nothing you can do. And I didn't say anything to her, but that didn't make sense to me because think of the saying, you are what you eat. So I went on the internet and I took charge of my health. Okay. Because I didn't want to get cancer. And mm -hmm. so I started eating the right food. You know, I went and I did more exercise. I really got into yoga and stuff. And before you know it, my platelets were fine. They, they were good. It took some time, but just eating the right foods. And I continue eating those foods and I have to take vitamin B12. Okay. That's, mm -hmm. that's doctor's orders, but that's a good example of how the blood going to mainstream. Okay. Now I'm aware of this problem. Now, what do I do about it? I, Yes. Um, okay. I go with the B12, but I didn't like a lot of things you told me. So this is what I did, but I did go back to get a check to make sure I was on the right path. So mm -hmm. that made sense. The other thing I thought of while you were talking, you know, there's that metaphysical thought that we cause our disease, our disease and stuff. Well, aren't there some cases where we need to experience a certain ailment and um, we not necessarily our thoughts did it. Do you, do you understand yes. what I'm getting at? Yes. Can you answer and, that? And I, that's, that's, a, that's what I had to come with, with, with my mother. I mean, she, she crossed over. She was 47 years old. She was very young. Mm -hmm. And um, I, 
you know, and it was, it was devastating, but, um, I knew the angels had always knew that this was, was the path. I, I mean, I, I knew the first round wasn't it, you know, she still has time. She still has more stuff to do. They, they would show me as long as I kept it to myself, some things, uh, but just because family can't, doesn't want to hear it. The family around you just doesn't want to hear it. And anything that any information that I was getting, um. So I just I keep it to myself. And I have to tell you, even if you know something's coming up, it doesn't make it any better. It doesn't spare you from any grief mm. at all. You still have to go through the whole process. But I realize it, and and there and they were saying this had to happen this way. Um. She she agreed to this. And when that happens, all right. Um. Everything was set up just right for everything to happen. Uh, and so if that divorce hadn't taken place, which had been so devastated. The interesting thing is, is that my biological dad, even though he had four, three more marriages, so he had total four wives, he also in 2008, uh, 2006, he was given two years to live. He had a rare form of cancer or um, some kind of blood type of, of cancer. So, so, and then in 2008, he did crossover. Interesting that they both made themselves sick. Mm. Um, it's, it's just things that you observe, things that you notice, and that, you know, it, it's, but look at everything that they did accomplish in their life as well. And that they, she's around me a lot. She's a huge inspiration. And um, she, she helps me. She's, you know, with me and is even more powerful and, and healthier and happier, of course, you know, and I've learned to, do I miss the physical hugs? Oh, absolutely. But the energy exchange is so wonderful. I don't feel alone, you know, like I did at first, but we have to, even if you have these abilities, doesn't mean that you're spared from grief. That's not true. Um, when they, when your loved ones do cross over. Uh, so I do go, you know, go through all of that, but I do believe that people come in because pay, pay attention to good, good things usually come out of, and I know it's hard when people have question when a child comes in and is sick, but it's usually when a child is sick, maybe the parents were distracted and they pull back together, not all the time, because sometimes it can lose <laughs> apart, but maybe it pulls them together. It brings them closer to God or closer to that focus that they need to be focused on where they were so distracted. And it's easy to get caught up with job, money, you know, it's things that are really outside of us. And what are we here for? We're, we, we are here to experience life, the good, bad, and the ugly, because we, we are agreed to separation. That means experiencing the positive and the negative not at the same time, but it really does happen at the same time, but we've separated it. So it's, we have to weave that back together. And that's what's happening now in this process is it's really true what they say that every cloud has a silver lining. It just doesn't exist without each other. And that's what we're coming back to. That balance is I acknowledge this. I acknowledge this good feeling. I acknowledge this bad feeling. Okay. I observed it and observed recorded pretty much how I feel about it. I'm not going to let it rule my life and move on.
So yeah, I do believe there's people who do come in and that have this pre-existing or this agreement to experience this for everyone around them. So much more than the family too, because it affects friends, it can affect coworkers. It's, they're making a difference in every, every area. It's, it's very powerful when you realize that it, even if you think that you're not making a difference in this world, you really, really are. I was blown away. Just, I went to this little short story was that in one of the readings I've given recently, there was a lady that, that came from spirit to someone else um, who, just to say, thank you. She worked at a convenience store that this woman went to every morning and the woman always smiled and was nice to her. The lady was blown away. She was like, oh my gosh, I barely remember her. And I'm like, but you know what though? That meant the world to her. So much so that she's come back to you mm -hmm. to say thank you for that. So we always are making a difference. Please be, be pay attention to that. I know with this world of texting and everyone's got their face in the phone. And <laughs> it's just so easy with technology, right? It's your right. fingertips. I understand that. But, you know, when, you, when you're out, pay attention to people around you. Hold the door open for someone. Or if someone does that for you, say thank you. Look them in the eyes and smile. It really does make a difference. And we are connecting one way or another energetically, whether you realize it or not. I thought, I thought of two things. One, you know, about how people say, well, if we can have the positive thoughts, then we can avoid the sickness. And with your mom, if, even though it was heartbreaking for you, it was part of her agreement to push you into holistic health to help other people heal. And the other thing I thought of too, is just because you get a diagnosis, Okay, somebody gives you a diagnosis doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen like I had one. I could have chose to not do anything about it except everything the doctors said. And I also thought about my Aunt Frida who passed away years ago, but when she was in her 50s, she had breast cancer. And back then, you know, the only thing they could do was remove it. And the doctor said to her, you only have a couple years to live. Well, my Aunt Frida was like, uh-uh. And she lived to 91. Okay, So if the doctor says you only have this much time, it's up to you to accept it. So in that sense, we do have some control. And other times, it's just meant to be. We're supposed to cross over to the other side. And sometimes with the healing, you know, like hospice care, it is to comfort you so you can make your transition. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I do have another question because you kind of hit on that there are times we do need mainstream medicine obviously you get into a car accident whatever so we won't go into that but there's some people who could be listening that don't know about holistic um health modalities so can you give an explanation i know there's a lot so we won't take hours for this but can you give some feedback on what they can sort out sort sure. out yeah so holistic, how it's spelled is with an H, but if we put a W in front of it for whole mm. and think that how we treat ourselves, how we should be is what the whole is, is mind, body, and soul. When you go to the doctor, they're only treating the body. And quite honestly, it's symptoms. It's not the trigger. And 
our trigger is usually emotions. Our trigger is usually comes from the mind and can come from the soul. Even like past life, people who get past life regress, uh, regressions, and if you believe in past lives, and uh, when our soul plugs back into a new body, it really um, gives this upload or download to the body of everything that has ever happened. So now that's cell memory. That's been proved for science has actually proved cell memory. So now your body's got all this memory of all your other past lives going on too. So it's, you know, doctors can't find all of that. That's conventional doctors are treating symptoms. We need to find out what the trigger is. And that's why it's like, be aware, be aware of what our trigger is. What is the source of our pain? And the number one source of physical pain is inflammation. And so inflammation of whether it's, it's, it's a blood, an organ, or just, you know, it's inflammation that causes pain. And when we really look at our diet, are the foods causing this inflammation? Is it healthy for us? That's why we have to make sure of none. I said, when I said before, is not giving our power away is that we have to be careful. We have to, the doctor is there is should be part of your health and wellness team, not the go-to person. Does the doctor go to the grocery store with you? Does the doctor, do you get what I'm saying here? It, right. It's, does the doctor contribute to whatever your belief system is? That's important. I do believe um, that a belief system is very important in our health and wellness. So it's, it's a combination of things that, that support the mind, body, and soul. That's whole. That's whole healing. When you are being honest in dealing with everything, the body, yay, which is the receiver of everything that happens. If there's a battle going on between your heart and mind, guess, guess who suffers? your body does. Mm. All right. Because the body, the heart and mind is so busy in this tug of war. It's not paying attention to the body until you get maybe this scary diagnosis or something happens and you're like, Oh, I do have to take care of this now. All right. Let's just right now make, make an agreement to, it is up to me. And that can be scary but not really. It is up to you. It's not to doctors, to insurance companies. It's not up to any of this. What are you waiting for approval for? You can actually talk to your body, have conversations with your body. Um, okay. If I feel discomfort in a certain part of my area, uh, area of my body, like I'll tell you, okay, like it was in 2001, 2002, um, I started to have some, I didn't have pain. But I started to have some discomfort or feel something was off, like in my lower abdomen. Now, that's the hardest place because we don't have specific nerves down there. So when you can stomach it can cover anything, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> it can cover your female or male problems, your intestines, your stuff. It's just so much is down there and there's not enough nerves to, to specifically, which is good, know where something's happening. But I did have um, one, one of the very few doctors who listened to me sit and, and knew, he goes, you are very intuitive. You listen to your body, your gallbladder is having some issues. Now, I did allow the gallbladder to be taken out. I should, and don't go through the shoulda, coulda, what is either. I had to let that go. Is I could have saved that. 
I could have turned it around, but I didn't have that knowledge then. I didn't know that all I had to do was change my diet, be careful, learn a little bit more about how our bodies work and that the gallbladder is responsible for the processing and releasing of fat in our body, which is very important. And a lot of people, you know, just go in and have organs yanked out and not even ask these questions, but that helped me to always ask the questions. Very specific and very demanding. And I would have all sorts of issues and go in, the doctors were like, well, we have this procedure. What will that do? You can't tell me what the pinpoint trigger is, but you want to take care of something because of a symptom. I mean, you want me to have major surgery and there's no guarantees. They will tell you it's 50-50, 50-50. I don't like those odds. I'm not a gambler. This is my body. No, <laughs> no, I'll do my own research. It's very helpful now that we do have the internet, which is a great source of information um, for us. And, and so that's, that's very helpful, but we do just have to be aware. That's what holistic is is making sure mind, body, and soul, you know, that we are taking care of our stuff. <laughs> okay, so um, so I guess the question is, there's so much we can do, but sometimes we need outside help. Yes. Whether it's Reiki, hypnosis, oh, things like that. How would you advise someone to follow a more, to work with a holistic practitioner? What's the okay. best so to work with, uh, so that's, we're talking about energy here. So that can be, you know, to help the mind support the soul, which is pure energy, quite honestly. And so whether it's meditation, because that helps the mind to calm down and stop nipping so much. And so it helps get us to this balanced state of being. That should always be the goal. The destination is balance. Uh, I, have even stopped sharing or, or any, any quotes or these little memes you see on social media. That's like, you know, do away with negativity. Now you've just gone from one extreme to the next. Mm. Why would you say that? It's the same thing as being told, don't cry when you were little, you, you know, don't show your emotions. Our emotions resides in that negativity. A lot, half of who we are, or a third really, result uh, in that negativity. We have to embrace that. That's part of us. At the same time, we can't just be positive. You can be blinded by the light. <laughs> when you go outside, you put sunglasses on. Those are shades. They're dark lenses to filter so you're not blinded by the light. So you need just the right amount of light and darkness to be balanced. That's the key, all right? And we go from one extreme to the next, a lot of cases, and, um, and starting off with, uh, I should say, trying to tune back into spirituality because it's already inbred in all of us. We, we all have these abilities. We come from the oneness. So it's easy to, well, we have access to it. Let me say that. It's not always easy, but, you know, we do have access to that. And so that's, that's the thing I like to say that the, and I'm always asking for shortcuts and let's get there. Not that I'm just impatient, but that it should be easier where there's powerful beings. I don't want some long drawn out ritual. <laughs> I want to know, let's get there as quickly and successfully and harmoniously as possible. All right. And so with, with, 
practice of, because I say that even with the meditations and just, um, and meditation was always hard for me, I'm going to tell you, because I was trying to do a cookie cutter, one size fits all. And you have to be careful even in spirituality that you don't fall for that healing the symptoms, cookie cutter, good for everybody. No. Healing mind, body, and soul is very specific to the individual. And that's why it is important to work with um, a holistic practitioner so that they can find out what your specific needs are. And this is where it ranging from everything to, to some of them if they get into the diet. Um, that's great. It, it's usually, though, really, I feel that kicks in when we start really taking care of ourselves in a spiritual type of place. If you have a religious foundation, I actually support that and applaud that because you have to have some sort of foundation. Whether you do or don't, what is your foundation? Because you, you, the foundation is necessary to build off of. All right, and that's what we're doing there is building off that foundation to make sure that it's a balanced structure, a balanced temple, which is not an actual brick and mortar temple, but our bodies. And so it's keeping that balance within our temple, our physical structure, our physical dwelling of the soul. That's, that's what you wanna look for with the holistic practitioner or someone that is going to help you in your specific needs, because all of us are different and unique. And sure, we, we, we are taught how to, to tune in and to help. And also, I, Pamela, you know, too, each, each session with someone is different. Right. Right. Because we all have different needs. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're getting to the end of the show. So if you could tell people, I always like to do it at the beginning and at the end. And I like to give the guests, you know, how they can get in touch with you. That would be great. That the best place actually is through my website, whitesagewoman.com, and it's sage, S-A-G-E, so whitesagewoman.com. That's the best way you can notify me through my website, um, so that's the fastest and easiest way. <laughs> right, and you also have a radio show, Goldilocks Production? Uh, yes, there's a... There's, it's a TV, internet TV and radio production. Um, I do have my own show, which is... Um, spiritual insight, which is a streamed live on Facebook through the Goldilocks Productions Facebook page every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So just find the Goldilocks Productions Facebook page, and you will be able to um, you'll get updates on when not just my show but the other shows come on live. We have a couple of other live TV shows that stream through there. So it's, uh, it's, it's really fun. <laughs> and, you know, you, we, we've got to be available for everybody. Right. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It was a pleasure having you. And I'm sure you helped a lot of people. So thank oh, you, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you, Pamela. Right. So, it's such a pleasure. All right. Namaste, people. Until the next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>